The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Dr. Drayvon James and Everyday Peace. I am super excited to have you here today as we bring to you innovative ways, uh, really everyday practical ways to live your best life today. It is 2023. And as you, for many of you who follow me on my social media platforms, especially TikTok here lately, I've been talking about saying yes to the things that make us happy. And if worrying about it didn't fix it last year, let's not implore the same strategy this year. So we're in 2023 and our focus is on women helping women. Wow. I was in the, li- I was in the library. I was in the airport and I saw a woman that says, impact. She had a t-shirt on it says empower women now empower women now and i love the slogan but who better to empower us than us so i am super excited to do what we always do on the um, dr drayvon james everyday peace podcast is to bring you phenomenal guests phenomenal guests doing phenomenal things in a very ordinary way so that you and i can take advantage of this so that we can live our life at our next level of greatness. And today is no exception. We bring to you the extraordinary Jan Patterson, and she's going to be sharing with us um, tips for us for stress and anxiety, the four pillars for dealing with stress and anxiety and grief. And she is she has a new book out, which I just had the title right in front of me, a fabulous book, and I'm going to give it to you right um, so that you can access this book. You'll want to do that. I believe, Jan, if I'm correct, they can get it on Amazon. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, Breath for the Soul, Self-Care Steps to Wellness. It's on Amazon and BN.com, and you can also order it from your local bookstore. Right. So there's plenty of opportunities for you to be an advocate for empowering yourself as it as it deals with stress and grief and anxiety. I know for myself, those are uh, emotions that I have been um, intimately acquainted with. <laughs> and I'm sure that, you know, it's not something that just we women experience. I'm sure every you know, everybody has experienced those. But I'm particularly interested as, as I enter, someone told me I'm in the third quarter, latter part of it, of my life. <laughs> and I'm particularly interested and fascinated and passionate about helping women shorten their journey with stress, 
grief and anxiety, or at least learning how to turn it into a stepping stone. And Jan, you've got some wonderful ideas. Share with us a little bit about your background before we get into these amazing tips. Okay, well, I'm actually uh, trained in infectious diseases, and I've been teaching and, and practicing medicine for more than 30 years. And uh, recently, um, I trained in integrative medicine, and that's where we integrate holistic therapies with conventional therapies. And the reason I did that, the reason I trained in that is because I saw after practicing medicine for so many years, and also due to some personal experiences due to losses, including the death of my son, I saw that while conventional medicine can do great things, there are a lot of other things, uh, you know, holistic therapies that we need to take advantage of that can also help us and sometimes even be more helpful. So the things that we talk about in the book are, like you say, empowering. They are simple yet effective things that we can do to empower ourselves for self-care. Yeah, I love that. And I should have led with this, that uh, uh, Dr. Jan Patterson is a is a medical doctor. So, and I love it when we have these extraordinary guests that can can walk in both worlds, right? Uh, can weave and, and bring these worlds together for us because I do believe they work in synergy. I've been a pharmacist and a doctor degree in pharmacy for over 30 years. And I believe that they are necessary to work in together, right? So we can, we can use, use these modalities together. So um, I really love that you've stepped out you have this medical degree and a lot of times in the medical profession we know that sometimes we can get this is what the science says this is what the science says but there's also other science as well and so that you've taken the opportunity to educate yourself and they're educating hundreds and thousands right that's right and and one of the things about the training in integrative medicine is you know i learned that a lot of these therapies are evidence-based for instance you know breathing we we uh, breathe automatically we don't think about it but we can use our breath, intentional breathing, to calm ourselves with deep, slow, regular breathing, using our abdomen to breathe and not just our chest. And that tells our body, you know, that we can calm down. We don't have to be stressed. We can calm down. And that way we can think more rationally, rationally, treat people more kindly, act, you know, think more clearly. So, uh, you know, breath work is one of the things that we can use and, and also movement. Um, you know, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be vigorous exercise, but just taking a brisk walk or uh, even, you know, meditation movements like yoga or Tai Chi. These can be very valuable for calming ourselves and for using them for all these different uh, conditions that we have to deal with in life. Yeah, we, we often overlook the, the gift of breathing, right? That um, activates the parasympathetic nervous system, right? And that is like the opposite of the flight. Uh, was it freeze, flight, or fight or flight response? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so it's just the opposite. It's the part of us is, hey, wait a second, breathe. Like I, I always call it my hippie movement, right? It's like, whoa, man, slow down, <laughs> right? It's really, really so empowering. And I tell you, when I first started getting into this type of work, I realized, you know, that a lot of times I was a clencher, right? I would clench my mm -hmm. fist or I'd be holding my breath, right? The very opposite mm -hmm. of calming, right? And a lot of people do that, you know, in my life coaching practice, I tell people all the time, okay, we're going to start by breathing. And when you and I got on this, I said, oh, I'm so proud. He said, hey, take a breath. Right? <laughs> so remembering that throughout our day to take that gift of breathing, right? It is a free gift and we can do it everywhere. I love how you talk about that deep abdomen breathing, right? Making sure that we're moving that abdomen in and out and, and alerting our bodies that, yes, we are safe. There is no saber tooth 
tiger after that's us. That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> yes, that fight or flight response, you know, our ancestors had that to run away from the predators, you know. And our stresses these days are different. You know, their traffic, their work, you know, their uh, the kids at home and all the responsibilities that we have. But with our deep breathing, we're telling our mind and our body, you know, look, the tiger's not chasing us. We can slow down. We can calm down. So, and we have some extra breathing exercises in the book, some specific breathing exercises that are especially helpful for anxiety. Oh, that's, that's important. Um, so again, tell us the, the title of the book and where we can get that book for, for listeners who may just be joining us. Okay. It is Breath for the Soul, Self-Care Steps to Wellness, and you can find it on Amazon, BN.com, and can, you can order it through your local bookstore. Right. And I think that's so important if you are just joining us, if you know someone who's suffering from anxiety, it seems to be very, very popular. Or maybe, I don't know, um, maybe you could tell us, Dr. Patterson, is it is it increasing or are we just becoming more aware of it? I don't know. It, it definitely is in a lot of circles. I hear the term people saying. That. Yes. Well, no, it is. It is on the increase. And, you know, life is becoming more stressful. And then that stress can lead to chronic stress, which can lead to anxiety and, you know, worrying about what happened yesterday, what's going to happen tomorrow. So this is one way that we can use our spirit. And, and our spirit is one of the other pillars, you know, to just be mindful and to be in the present moment, not worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow, not ruminating about what happened yesterday, but just being present in the moment. Uh, we also talk about meditation and connecting with others uh, as a way to use your spirit. And then, you know, something we don't often think about is nutrition and what we eat, you know, but that can have a big effect on our mental health as well as our physical health. So we review, uh, you know, some of the healthier lifestyles for eating and, you know, some actual, some actual foods that make you feel better that can help you feel calmer and to avoid stress eating. Oh, I love that. Now, I think that we instantly believe, and you can tell us if we're wrong, maybe there is some truth to this a little bit, but we instantly believe that a sweet treat is going to help us feel better. Right? I don't know about anybody else, but my thing is probably crunchy. Um, but a sweet treat is generally where people want to go. And a lot of sugar is actually what we don't need, right? Right. Well, what happens is that refined sugar, you know, it's digested very quickly. Uh, it it, in the in the short term, it makes us feel better, but then 30 minutes later, you know, our insulin has chimed in and it's made our glucose, our blood sugar drop, and we're craving something again. And so that can actually increase our stress. So, so it's better to, um, you know, eat foods that are healthier, that are digested more slowly. Um, you know, one of the things that we talk about in the book um, are, you know, vegetables and fruits. Uh, they have fiber, so they're digested more slowly. And things like walnuts, you know, walnuts have a lot of magnesium, as do almonds. And magnesium is a calming mineral, you know, it calms us. And then also dark chocolate. I mean, who knew? Dark chocolate can actually, um, you know, ha can actually have a quick effect on the calming us. Milk chocolate doesn't have the same effect, sorry. But uh, dark chocolate that's at least 70% cocoa can have a very calming effect um, on us. And, and dark chocolate, I mean, I wasn't a big fan at first, but when you really get serious about uh, your snacking and wanting your, your, your snacking to support your overall physical and mental and emotional health, dark chocolate actually becomes a really delectable treat after a while. So I, I encourage people, if you haven't tried dark chocolate, um, pick up some. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at 
it's a two for us, healthy for us. And it does say she, it is satiating for those of us who would like a sweet treat every now and again. And I think so that eating the rainbow and being excited about the colors and mm-hmm. the different textures on your food can also be a mood enhancer too. So just taking advantage of everything. We talk about that in every day, everyday piece that, you know, using everything that shows up in our life as an opportunity to advance us. So here's an opportunity to use our diet to advance how right. we are feeling. So yeah, we're going to use everything. We're going to use the breathing, as you mentioned. I don't know if you mentioned water, but we also know that you know increasing your water intake helps to improve your mood. A lot of times people are just plain old dehydrated, right? <laughs> That's right. And being dehydrated, uh, you know, can can make you feel irritable. And uh, I talk about that especially in the grief chapter because. People that are grieving, you know, they're crying, they may not be eating or drinking adequately. And so, um, you know, making sure that you're hydrated uh, and drinking water and your doctor can tell you how much is right for you. But, you know, making sure that you're hydrated is an important thing for all of these states. Right. Yeah. So, so very important. Right? We can't overlook um, the, the and, and I love the fact that you're giving us so many, these are pretty much very free things that we can incorporate today, right? We're always looking for steps, myself included, like how many steps to my next level of greatness, right? And mm-hmm. so here we've just talked about some really easy things that we can implore now. I, my absolute favorite is the breathing because I know from dealing with people and just watching myself over the years that breathing has such a powerful impact, but we're not doing it. And as you mentioned in your book, you have techniques for breathing mm-hmm. that will help to soothe and treat anxiety. So that's right there uh, worth its weight in gold. If you are somebody that you know has um, been suffering with anxiety, picking up this book and learning the techniques that you can begin right now. Oftentimes you can do this breathing exercises in the middle of meetings and wherever you're starting to be revved up, you can do it right then there. Once you become more self-aware, that's part of it too, a lot, right? Then you find that a lot of times we we're we're far into the thick of it before we realize, oh my goodness, right? So that self-awareness, being being grounded and knowing and, and checking in with yourself, I think is so very important. What do you think about that? Just being Yes, I agree because, you know, like I said, our, our breathing is involuntary. We don't think about doing it. And, you know, many times when we're angry or fearful or stressed or anxious, we don't notice that our breathing is rapid, shallow, irregular. We're just breathing from our chest. So once we think about that, then we can think about, okay, you know, take some deep, slow breaths, regular breaths, use our abdomen to breathe, you know, so that the breaths are really deep. And, and that's what tells our, um, our body, our vagus nerve that goes throughout our body and throughout our abdomen, when it, when it feels that going on, it tells us to go to the relaxation response. Uh, and we can get out of that stress mode and think more clearly. So that can be very helpful. Oh, I, I love that how you just said that. Um, we can, it tells our body to get out of that stress mode and we can go into this next level. And so I, a practice that I used to do um, years ago when I first got into this work uh, is that I would set a timer um, in my home. It was on my kitchen stove, to be honest with you, but then it became on my um, on my cell phone when, cell, when the little flip phones came out. But I would set a timer at different parts of the day just to ask myself questions. Drayvon, how are you feeling? Right, because you could really go all day 
And until you get really, really anxious and, and not really have checked in with yourself all day, because especially as women, we're, we're givers and we're so busy making sure that everybody else is taken care of and everybody else's needs are met. And before we know it, um, we're here and we're in this anxious state. We don't, you know, the question is, how did I get here? Right? Yes. Yeah. And also, I think another thing that can help is taking just a few minutes at either the beginning of the day or the end of the day, whatever works for you. And, you know, calming our minds, doing some meditation. You can use a guided meditation. I use guided meditations, you know, even if it's just five minutes. And then during that meditation, you can practice your deep, slow breathing. And, you know, the more you practice that, the more it becomes second nature. And you don't have to think about it so much. But it's uh, a thing that you can automatically do to calm yourself if you practice it. Yeah, and there are a lot of free guided meditations on um, YouTube and other areas like that as well. And of course, you can get apps and you can download things onto your phone. But uh, if you want to get started with something like that right away, and I love the fact that you can couple that, right? You can couple that guided meditation Mm-hmm. And get yourself a twofer. You can do your your deep breathing at the time as you're going through that guided meditation, so that you're really giving yourself an extra boost in um, emotional health and and wellness. So these are some tips that you can get to really deal with uh, uh, the stress, the anxiety, the grief that many of us, if we're not experiencing it now, we know we have in the past and. It, it, I dare say it's it, it is true. We will experience at some point in our life because. You know, this is part of the journey in life, but it's wonderful to know that there are people like Dr. Jan Patterson and um, teaching techniques that we can incorporate. We are definitely not saying that if you're working with a clinician and you're taking medication, we're not a- advocating for you to stop that. We're saying that this, these are some tips that you can add on to that. Um, and if you haven't yet started doing anything alternative, this is something that you can start doing right away. So we're, um, Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So the four talking points that we're talking about today as far as uh, the four pillars of self-care for wellness are breathing. Did we talk about movement? Let's talk a little bit about movement because I know that sometimes um, people get scared about this one. How much movement are we talking about? And what, you know, people get scared about yeah. how committed they can be to this one. Yeah. Well, and you know, you notice I didn't use the term exercise, you know, because that has a negative <laughs> connotation for a lot of people. But, you know, there is a lot of evidence. We were talking about evidence before, a lot of evidence that moving our bodies can help relieve stress, uh, can help ease our minds, can help calm our minds. You know, and like I said, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to go out and run uh, or cycle hills or swim, just taking a walk. And, um, you know, one of the things that uh, has been noticed noticed to be helpful is something called forest bathing. And that's where you go into a forest Uh, or actually just any green space. It doesn't have to be a forest. It can be green space in the city. And just notice the sights and sounds around you. It's not uh, even a brisk walk, but just to notice, you know, how does this smell? 
Um, you know, what are, you know, some birds or animals that I see? What do I hear? You know, and just use all your senses. And that has actually, that was started by the Japanese back in the 80s. Uh, they call it Shinrin-yoku. Um, but it's it's actually been shown to really be calming and to de-stress. Uh, so that's, a, that's something that you can do that doesn't take a lot of exertion. It just takes being outside and using your senses. Oh, I love it. I love the term too, forest bathing, because you're right. When you start, when we, when you, when we, when we start to engage our senses, all five of our senses, like, what am I touching right now? What, you know, and then it, that automatically switched the focus, right? From whatever we were preoccupied with that was causing the stress reaction or the worry or all of the anxiety. When you say, oh, just the feel of your hand or, or the sound of a bird or the concentration on a, on a blade of grass or the, the, exactly. the shade of green. You know, I'm getting smiling just thinking about these things, right? Yes. Because all of these things help to, I'll use the word distract, right? We're in a mm -hmm. distracted world. There's so many distractions around us, but these are positive distractions that help to bring us to bring us back to center, to help to ground us, right? That's right. And uh, yeah, and, and you know, just we don't use our senses enough, but when we get outside and we can smell things, like you say, we can feel the grass, we can feel the tree trunks, and all of that helps us to appreciate nature. And in doing that, it kind of brings us back uh, to, you know, say, well, really, it's not that bad. You know, I don't really have to stress about this so much. You know, they, these are things that can calm us and help us think more clearly. Um, there's another another practice uh, that a psychotherapist that I, I quote in the book uses, and it's called GLAD, G-L-A-D. And so that it's every day, you know, think of something that you're grateful for. Uh, think of something that you learned in that day. Think of something that you accomplished. It doesn't have to be big. I mean, it can be you cooked a meal, you made your bed, you know, something simple. And then something that you took delight in. Um, and if you just think about those four things, you know, it can really, uh, of course, make us more grateful because we're talking about what we're grateful for, but it can help us appreciate life more um, and, and, you know, appreciate um, what we're experiencing, that it's not all bad. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's not all bad, is it? But whatever we focus on, this is so key. And I don't know if you found this to be true in your life, but I have definitely found it to be true in the lives of uh, the people that I coach and of my life. Whatever we focus on, we tend to see more of that. It's like people tell you, if you ever think about buying, I don't know, a particular car, everywhere you look, you're going to start seeing that car because that's uh -huh. your focus, right? That's right. And so the wonderful thing about that is that it works the same way with gratitude, right? Whenever you start focusing on things that make you great, feel grateful, well, more things start to happen in your life, or at least you become more conscious of those things in your life that you are grateful for, right? Yes, and that's so, right. Yeah, That's right. And so I've really come, that's from Dr. Donald Altman, a, a psychotherapist who developed this practice. And I think it's very helpful because, you know, it gets us away from the negative thoughts and helps us think about positive things and help us realize, you know, some positive things really did happen to me today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, as we're talking right now and in my mind, I'm just seeing the lady in the airport with the Empower Women t-shirt, Empower Women mm -hmm. t-shirt. But these are really empowering steps that you're giving to us so that we really can empower ourselves. Now, I want to say um, that 
sitting here with you and having this lovely conversation. These things seem very, very easy. And I ask myself, Trayvon, why aren't you doing this all of the time? <laughs> right? But the, the practicality of this is that this is work. This is when we, when, we, when we hear the phrase, people say, I'm working on myself. These are the things that they're doing. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, so it's, it's changing our habits. And anytime we change our habits, it's work. Um, but if we can incorporate these things, uh, you know, uh, it doesn't have to be, we don't have to do everything at once, but just making small changes um, and, you know, changing our habits a little bit day by day, then we can take on more and more of these, these empowering things that are simple yet effective and that really uh, can help us benefit. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, not to be overwhelmed, not to feel like you need to do all four of these very, very wonderful um, uh, steps all at once. Take one of them, right? Whether it be the breathing, the movement, the nutrition, the, um, the spirit. I want to talk a little bit more about spirit in just a moment. But whatever it is that you want to work on and just focusing on that one thing and uh, allowing ourselves and to quote unquote, here's the F word, to fail, right? To fail with grace and gratitude because I could not have failed if I had not tried. So kudos to you for trying, right? And so I, there's always a reason to celebrate oneself, always a reason to get back up, try it again, right? We wouldn't, none of us would be standing on our two feet if we had fallen at our first attempt at walking and just said, ah, that's just it can't do it right so well even that even that is an achievement you know if we yeah. tried it that is an achievement something we've accomplished yeah right so that trying is it goes right there to the gratitude oh i tried it and you find that you you know oh i was so good for i hear this all the time i was so good for seven days and then this happened and 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 you know i, I got off track what do i do start again right pick yourself back up yeah you smile at yourself, you dust yourself off, and you smile and give yourself an girl, and you do it again. That is how we really empower ourselves. That's how we move um, into the space where we reduce the amount of grace, uh, of, um, of anxiety and worry and, and grief that and stress that is really making our life more laborious than what it has to be, right? It, um, Right. And I heard something the other day, something like, you know, success is not determined by how many times you fall, but how many times you get back up, you know? So, uh, yes. And, and, and we have to be patient with ourselves. You know, I think that many times it's easier for us to have patience and compassion for others than it is to, to have self-compassion. And so, you know, I think we have to remember that. Um, and and remember that we have to take care of ourselves in, in order to take good care of others. Yeah, I, I love that. We have to take care. Don't we tell caregivers that all the time? Like, you know, you've got to take care of yourself. And I think sometimes they think we're just trying to give them a pat on the back and say, oh, you know, but no, you do have to take care of yourself. It's impossible to give you the best to someone else if you haven't first given the best to yourself. So I know that you, you're practicing traditional medicine and you're talking about these four wonderful pillars. What are you saying to your to your patients about the spirit piece as far as being able to um, deal with stress, grief, and anxiety and the connection with spirit? How, how do you bridge that? Well, so Part of it uh, depends on where they're coming from. And, and you know, um, 
my co-author, Phyllis Clark Nichols, she's an inspirational author. And, and as I'm describing the evidence for all of these things, you know, she has a spiritual response um, to help us have, um, you know, appreciate a spiritual awareness for dealing with all these difficulties in life. But when I think about spirituality, what I think about is connecting, connecting to others and a higher being. And, you know, for, for the co-author and me, that higher being is our faith. You know, and there are um, all different kinds of faith out there. For others, it could be nature or the arts or music. Um, but, you know, whatever your spirituality is, there's actually scientific evidence that those who th have spiritual thoughts actually have a more activated brain. They've done functional MRI studies to show that the brain lights up more. It's, an, it's a more awakened brain. And those brains are more resilient to relapses and depression and, uh, and many other benefits. So, you know, if, if, you have, if you have a spirituality, then use that spirituality to connect with others and, and to connect with a higher being. Oh, I, I love that. And I did not know that about the MRI. So that's fascinating, right? To get these positive MRIs. And so, and I, and I hear what you're saying loud and clear. It really doesn't matter. We're not in the business of judging how you express your spirituality. It's just really being able to connect with other people beyond the physical, beyond what they look like, beyond what they sound like, beyond what they have on, where they live and where, what they drive. Is this connection that's almost like, spirit to spirit is beyond what we can see right it's that humanity that you know i i hear when when i when i saw that t-shirt empower women right that connection that i just felt that yeah that's amazing mm -hmm. and yeah. who, who better to empower a woman than someone who can connect with her spiritually yes well and even just having a meaningful conversation with someone you know we've become so digitalized these days uh you know, with texts and emails and uh, social media that, you know, we kind of forget what it's like to pick up the phone or to have a conversation in person, but just some kind of meaningful connection with our fellow human beings. That's part of using our spirituality and that's beneficial to us. Right. Because there is something when you're in the dark night of the soul and some, and you hear the voice of someone who loves and cares about you unconditionally. It is something about hearing your voice. And I, I challenge every listener to just pay attention to that. What happens to you physically when you hear the voice of mm -hmm. someone you know that cares about you? My goodness, it's nice to get a text. It really is. It's nice to get a letter or an email. That really is. But when you have that connection and you hear that voice, or better yet, see the smile and hear the voice, right? It really does energize us on a soul level, spirit level, where it, um, I don't know, maybe we could see that on an MRI one day too. We probably can already, but probably can. Yeah. <laughs> And well, we know that, you know, our connections with others, for instance, hugging people, that uh, helps us release our hormone, hormone oxytocin, which mm -hmm. is something that make us, makes us feel good, you know, makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And so, uh, so we know that those kind of things uh, do have an effect on our body. Yeah. So, so there's, these, these are all fabulous ways. I'm super excited that you came to be our guest today. Tell us again where the title of the book, where we get the book. Okay. It's called Breath for the Soul, Self-Care Steps to Wellness, and you can get it on Amazon or BN.com or order it from your local bookstore. And if you want to find out uh, more about me or the book, you can go to my website, drjanpatterson.com. 
And so I'm so fascinated because once again, I have to say that oftentimes people are looking for ways to bridge the gap between their traditional um, providers and, um, you know, different medications or modalities and treatments. And I'm fascinated and encouraged that you've taken the time and added this to the the wealth of other things that you're doing in your practice. And uh, I encourage our readers or our listeners to get the book, become, read this book, connect with the authors so that if it's not for you, that we're in our season of women empowering women, it's for someone that you know in your community, it's for someone on your job, it's for uh, a friend or perhaps a, a daughter or a relative, it's for you to be able to be a catalyst to be able to pr- provide this because so often, and we, we heard Dr. Patterson say that anxiety is on the rise. I, I see it a lot. I see, you know, mm-hmm. hear about it a lot. And, but so often people are suffering in silence. They've got a big smile on their face. Do you find that to be true? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Big smile yeah. on their face. And, and unless, unless we open up this dialogue and open up uh, a safe space to talk about this, Mm-hmm. And to normalize the conversation because this is how we empower ourselves through healing really right that's right <laughs> we can go out and become all of the i don't know ceos cfos that we want to be but we want to show up in our healed as our healed self and we yes. have the privilege of doing that and we have the uh the privilege of having you dr patterson be here to guide us through that i love to have you back on our show just Throughout the year to remind women to connect, uh, to remind women to, uh, you know, I'm always, I love to read. I have to tell you that I love to read and I, and I love to discuss books. So I'm always thinking about, you know, well, Oprah's book club, Drayvon's book club. <laughs> but I, I love to connect people with things that I believe will be jewels in their life, right? Things yeah, so we have had a number of people who've read it who said, I'm, I'm going to get this for my relatives, for my family. And so so we we have heard a number of people uh, already tell us that it's helpful. And thank you so much for having me today, Drayvon. Oh, I, 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 the pleasure was mine. Uh, we look forward to having you back on the show again. And uh, signing off is Dr. Drayvon James. This is Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James, wishing all of our viewers their happiest experience. Until next time. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.